Hello, everybody, and welcome to Feels Like Weezer, the podcast where we talk about Weezer's entire discography, song by song, track by track. Uh, I'm Zach Franking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log. I'm Eric Nash from uh, Watchmen Minute. Forgetting, right? Some some podcast. Yeah, you can find him. One of those minutes. Uh, and joining us today, to my right, we have. Oh, me, Tyler Boudreaux from. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to say my name. Uh, no. Um, from the completed Fantastic Mr. Fox Minute yeah. and the upcoming Evil Podcast of Evil about Doctor Horrible's sing along blog. That's what you're calling it. Yes. That's awesome. I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, thanks welcome back to the show yeah thank you um it's it's been in, in the words of stained it's been a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh our first stained reference of the podcast so um we're gonna hit every band from here on I out uh i can't stand aaron lewis <laughs> Uh, well, today we are talking about the ninth track on Pinkerton. Almost done, thank God. Um, and <laughs> thank this, God for girls. Thank God for girls. Uh, we're not there yet. Uh, that's Hurley. So, a little <laughs> that's bit. That's not even Hurley. <laughs> what? No, that's like the White Album. Oh, it Uh-oh. is! I'm thinking of Smart Girls. That's on Hurley. Cut that that's, out, Zach. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Don't but, make yourself but, seem like an idiot. Well, no, I, cut, wait, cut it out of the podcast or just cut out these silly mistakes? I'm Both. everything. We're just done. <laughs> all right. I'm just uh, whatever, man. Today we're talking about <laughs> falling for you. Holy cow, I think I got one here. Now just what am I supposed to do? Yes, like I said, the ninth track on Pinkerton. Uh, thank God for it being almost over from the White Album. Um, <laughs> so, Tyler, what'd you think of this song? Um, I mean, I like this song. It's it's not like one of the standout songs from the record, but it's one of those songs that, like, when it plays, you're like, oh yeah, this is kind of a jam. Like, uh, it it's got some good good like good transitions in it that really work. Mm-hmm. The uh, the, the the emo-ness of it is at an appropriate level, but not it's not going overboard, per se. Yes. I can definitely feel it when I listen. Like, this is <laughs> this is emo rock. This is the birth of emo rock. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> what? I, well, what is what is the birth of emo rock? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm saying... I'm, I'm arguing that it's Pinkerton, just in general, is the birth of emo okay. rock. Well, I would say I would go for it mo- more for maybe modern emo... Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. The important emo. <laughs> uh. High school emo is what I'm trying to say. High school Zach emo, I should say. So, uh, so I don't, you guys have talked to my sister, Condra, but she's a big fan of these um, modern emo bands, 
your pop mm-hmm. punk groups, your Fallout Boys, your Panics at the Disco. Right. And I cannot stand them. How dare you? <laughs> and you're like, so, let's talk about Pinkerton. Like, come on, man. Yeah, uh, because because I want to talk about what I liked when I was 14. <laughs> all right, right, yeah. Uh, so so you guys say modern emo. Like, is there is there like post-industrial emo or something? I mean, where are we? Well, I'm thinking, I'm saying that because of uh, the uh, 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 prior emo mm-hmm. and it's something i've come across I, I i i hadn't really called it emo until i've seen watched some youtube videos lately and, and it's, it's the band i mentioned i don't know earlier at the beginning of this season or maybe even last season um when uh, hardcore came up and it was it was i saw it recently it was recently uh, on a video i watched it said emotional hardcore you know which mm. gotten shortened to emo um about for fugazi Okay. That band that I've told you about, which I don't know if yeah, you've yeah. checked out or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have. Oh, you have. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, um, and I will always maintain that anything that happened in the 90s, the Violent Femmes yeah. were doing in 1983. Mm. <laughs> it, you know, I'm, I, I mean, you're not wrong, but uh, for the sake of argument, you're wrong. Um <laughs> That is how arguments work. Yeah, I ah, got him. Um, yeah, I, I, this song—it's—it's it's good. It's a good song, you know. Um, can't understand what the heck he's saying half the time, but um, I mean that something just, about a cello in the basement. I genuinely had no clue that that was a lyric, like at all. <laughs> I, I was reading the lyrics. I'm like, what? What the hell? You left your cello in the basement. What? What does that even? How does that even matter? You know, but. It's a it, it, overall. It, it, it's a good tune. Um, not one of my favorites. It's. I think it's a little forgettable, honestly. Um, whenever it pops on when I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh yeah, this song's on this. <laughs> As we all know, I forget chronology of Weezer songs. So, <laughs> Tyler. Um, well, you know what I love about this bit is that you can't cut it out of the podcast now because now we've made it a joke. I know. And... It's very frustrating. <laughs> oh, I can I can scrub it. Believe me. I have the power. You'll never know it existed. <laughs> Eric, what'd you think? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly agreeing with uh, some of the things I think you guys both are, are both saying. Um, it's to me, it's it's kind of like I think I I would say it's the most similar song to uh, s- the general uh, idea of what they were doing on the Blue Album. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the most similar. It's the most. Uh, it's it's really not too uh, uh, being as quirky as most of these other songs. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's got this you know general you know uh, m- I don't know a little bit more simple kind of a romance you know love yeah uh, thing going on. It's it's not getting too I don't think too um, icky yeah either. Well, yeah. So, yeah, the concept of this song is what, like, he's he's crushing on a girl a, a little too hard. That's mm-hmm. that's about it. Right, and you know, like that can easily be interpreted as you know, you you fell head over heels, you know, in love yeah. with somebody, and that's. I I agree. I think this is definitely the least problematic love song on the album. Um, what? <laughs> I know it's so surprising. I think I. 
What, what do you, what, what's what's your what? Was that a sarcastic what? Or? Yeah, yeah, it was sarcastic. Oh, you guys gotcha. just covered pink triangle. Like. All right. <laughs> Zach, cut that out. You're making yourself sound like an idiot. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, it's a really it just... His lyricism in this song is just really interesting. Um, because like every... Uh, every lyric in this, it's either a metaphor or, you know, some incredibly specific literal thing that he would like to see in the future with this girl, presumably. Um, you know, I'm just thinking of, uh, you've got, I gotta go turn in my rockstar card and get fat and old with you, which didn't know that was a lyric. Oh, me neither. And then right at like the line right after that because i'm a burning candle and you're a gentle moth you know so it's like that's i mean maybe that's just how all songs are it's all a mix of metaphor and literalisms but i was gonna I say it's like, poetry right <laughs> uh yeehaw um it's like poetry you know it rhymes oh i thought you said country oh no i said poetry poetry oh my god <laughs> All right, cut that out, Zach. Cut that out. I, oh my god, I genuinely thought you said country, so I'm like yeehaw. But um, you just can't wait for that cowboy hat. Oh my god, I cannot wait for Red Album. Is that the uh, Red Album? Yeah, for lots of reasons, but mainly for Cowboy Hat Rivers. Uh, that's when he is most powerful. Uh, he's most powerful when he's Weird Al in the Africa video. Oh, yep. I, I think, I think uh, maybe Teal Album Rivers has that. He's okay. So when you when you look at the cover of that, he's got like that weird little like shake thing that he's doing. It looks like like he's some sort of like uh, '80s anime villain, you know? Uh, like I'm just imagining him doing this, like you know, like oh hey, welcome to my club, <laughs> you know, skeezy uh, club owner. I don't know. You know, a real Rivers Cuomo type. Yeah, real Rivers Cuomo type. That's, you know, <laughs> that bastard. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot to say about this. The The solo is nothing to write home about. I mean, it's just a pretty overall forgettable song for me. Um, so, what about you, Eric? Um, well, there, there's definitely the the um, I think the things that we we definitely need to note are like the the re- reference back to El Scorcho, say, you know, mm-hmm. with you know with the cello, that that that's what that's oh, yep. really doing, I think. Okay. Why why yeah. he wanted to get that line in there in order to have some kind of tie over overall trying to help the overall thematic mm-hmm. uh, tie in to happen. It's like poetry, you know, it rhymes. <laughs> it's, uh, you gotta think of it as a circle, like a ring, per se. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> Star Wars show. Minute. Uh, um, <laughs> have I told you, Zach, that the ring theory, the guy that came up with that, I I know him. You know the guy who came up yeah. with ring theory? From way back in elementary, middle school. Oh my god! Really? Whoa. I don't think we knew each other well in high school. High school, but I'm pretty sure we graduated the same year, even though too. But yeah. Wow. Was he in your physics class? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's definitely more uh, the uh, the English writer writerly type. He has, he has that is his profession, being a writer. 
Oh, well. Oh, neat. I mean, you should you should get him in touch. Get him on the show. Talking about yeah. Weezer. <laughs> yeah, I can I can certainly reach out on that part. Yeah. Yeah, I could yeah, I mean, I didn't really think about it for Watchmen minute, and, you know. And... That's that's a that's a that's podcast I want to do, reaching out yeah. to ki- people you knew in elementary school and just talking to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That uh, would be a wild time. My big claim to fame for people in middle school in elementary school that I know that made national news. Um, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but do you guys remember Vodka Sam? No. No. Like this made national headlines, whatever. Uh, she. Yeah, I'm much younger than you guys. Sorry, oh my God. <laughs> this was like four years ago, all right? Anyway, uh, so the girl who uh, was, you know, she blew like a three point or point three seven or something. Um, yeah, not a 3.7, uh, 0.37 alcohol content. And, uh, she got like kicked out of an Iowa Hawkeyes game. Um, yeah, like we used to play baseball and softball together and I had like a huge crush on her in fifth grade. (laughs) So, you know, let me just, uh, brush off the dirt on my shoulders here. (laughs) Wow. It's, it's Iowa and beer related things is what we're, what we're best known for. We got the bush light guy and now, and, and vodka Sam from before. So, mm. you know, the, the thing with the bush light that's going around right now, he like, maybe it's just an Iowa thing. Never mind. Cut <laughs> yeah, that no, out. No, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm <laughs> it's a, whatever, whatever, <laughs> man. We're talking about falling for you. I, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> okay, so so I, I glanced at the lyrics a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so so in the chorus, he says, I'd do about anything to get the hell out alive. Or maybe I would rather settle down with you. So I guess the conflict in the song is that he's either like, it's, I mean, it's this classic um, Spider-Man conflict, I guess. Like, either like settle down with the girl or go and do your rock star thing. Like, Continue to be a rock star, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can't have it both ways. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he did not hang up his cowboy hat and say, I'm Rivers Cuomo no more. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, are you suggesting he would have changed his name? <laughs> yeah. that's He He would... Oh, okay, here we go. No, no, no. He hangs up his cowboy hat and says, I am Weezer no more. There. Is that better? Um. Uh, but but also like after he put out this album, they like didn't put out an album for like six years, right? So maybe he so did I guess do he it. did do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, and the people who were surprised about the hiatus really just didn't, you know, realize he foreshadowed it in falling for you. I guess I never lived in a world where there wasn't like post hiatus Weezer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get uh, it here young what, okay just what what was that like for you guys <laughs> you had um, to like dial you had to do dial up internet every day and look up to see if new weezer songs had come out well, well for, I for was... me i wasn't even in in tune enough with pinkerton I, mean, I knew it came out i just wasn't going about and finding it maybe i listened to it once or something once or twice maybe at the most you know but then i mean it was just like well into you know i mean green oh yeah you know green album okay yeah the hits the hits off the next the few after that and then mm-hmm. i started getting back into it i mean i just i just held blue in such high regard and i just kept it there on its own little perch and didn't hard, hardly thought about them otherwise for quite a while yeah uh 
Yeah, so logging into America Online um, when Zach was a wee tot during the Weezer hiatus. I was like eight years old, okay, when they released <laughs> the next album. Um, no, ten, because it was 20-ought-two, right? Ought-two? Um, I thought it was one even, maybe. It is one, yeah, yeah. So I was nine. So no, I was not uh, worried about the new Weezer album coming out at that point. Um, I was more worried about like feeding my Neopets and all that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's. I mean, lyrically, it's a pretty basic love song, you know. Um, there's a couple of fun lines in there. Um, the uh, what could you possibly see in little old three chord me? Oh, that's um, that's one I want to. Oh, go for it. A misheard lyric there for me. Oh, ooh. I always thought the, the three and the ka sound, I always thought mm-hmm. it was freak. Yeah, mm-hmm. freak, a little I have no freak idea what the other, called yeah, me. freak like me or something. Freak mm-hmm. me. Freak something me, maybe. That's exactly I, I what I thought, too. Wow. Yep. Um, that and uh, the there's rules about old goats like me. Um hanging around with chicks like you i had no clue what he was saying mm-hmm. with the old goats part what does he say oh he says i admire the glowing stars and tried to play a tune i i i i, I always sang that as like I remember the Rolling Stones. I don't even know what, where that came from. <laughs> it, it's Mumbletown, USA, is what it is. You know, and Mumbletown, Mumbletown, USA. What state is that in? All of them. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, California, because that's where Rivers is currently. Um, yeah, Seattle. I don't know. Seattle. Now, now the that's not a I... state. <laughs> that's not a state. Mumbletown, USA, is Seattle. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're picking a specific city because you asked. Yeah. What state is that in? I know. Okay, and then you said right, Seattle. Cut that out, Tyler. <laughs> I'm not the idiot. You are. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, 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 but then, then a line that I certainly did always understand very well. You say like too much. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that's the uh, the one of the things. I haven't been too picky myself, but I'll certainly notice it sometimes when people are saying like a bit too mm-hmm. much for my taste. Um, so I, so I like, I, I think it's his, uh, it's his, uh, school background coming out mm-hmm. there. I say like all the time, oh. especially as, as someone who records podcasts and then has to listen to myself <laughs> talk as I edit them. I, I say, especially if I'm talking about something I don't really know a lot about, or no, not not if I don't know a lot about it. If it's a point that I like haven't thought through all the way, I will I will say it's a like verbal filler. between, but yeah, between every word. What I mean, it's fine. I don't really say um, which oh. is. <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, that's my verbal filler, <laughs> um, and I think that's the only uh, yeah I will not be cutting out of this episode. So. Um. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, <laughs> I, I, you all edit podcasts, so you know you can look at like certain waveforms, and you're like, ah, I know what I'm saying uh, yes. there. 
That's either a long and or a long um. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, do either of you have anything else to say about this song? We have had absolutely nothing to say about this song the whole I time. know. It feel, I feel just so like, you know, we went so in-depth with all the other ones in this one. It's like, well, it's okay. a song. You here, know. come on. Come on. Here. Here. I got you. All right. Come all on. Right. Okay, so done with the lyrics there. Moving on to more of the music aspect, I mean, which I which I hit on with the, for my first general, you know, thought there. It's it's just a, the overall sound of it is seems so similar to the Blue Album, but mm-hmm. you you do have this this nice. There, there's a lot of these um, on this album. A lot of these uh, beginnings that are different and so forth than oh, most yeah, of yeah. the rest of the album or rest of the uh, songs, and this is another one. And it's actually the first time. Uh, uh, and I, I'm verifying this on uh, on uh, Weezerpedia. Uh, you know, the first uh, time uh, on a Weezer album that two songs were segued together. So we had that little bit of that, uh, yeah. you know, the, 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 what was happening on Pink Triangle at the end that we're just barely starting to hear this song start at the, at the very end of that. And we are hearing Pink Triangle as well, wrap up. Yeah, and, and I'm trying and to then think, you, like, you, you then you also additionally have the uh, this weird um, if you turn up the volume way loud enough um, at the very the very very first three seconds roughly um, a woman speaking in an Asian language mm-hmm. yeah apparently coming oh, from like some across radio the interference that they decided to leave in I mean <laughs> yes it would come across the sea most yeah, likely. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> That was a solid joke, Tyler. I appreciated that. Thank uh, you. Well, I, I need think, the validation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I can't think of any other songs off the top of my head, like Weezer songs, that actually do have that segue from one track to another. Yeah, we'll definitely have to point it out and keep it. Keep, we got one. Keep, so it, we'll, keep a running tally. We'll, we'll keep a count here, yeah. That we're going to completely forget about by the next time. <laughs> Wait, so was it Weezer that did that song, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and then it goes right into With a Little Help from My Friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It was on the Shrek okay. soundtrack, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, was, that was good. Thank you. Uh, see, actually, this welcome to Feels Like Weezer, where we compliment each other's jokes um, in order for three white guys to feel validated. <laughs> Welcome to every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, and, and it's apparent. The song is apparently a really complicated song to play too, um, like live, especially. And uh, so here on Weezerpedia, before starting the song, Cuomo facetiously says, "I'd like to ask for the Lord's help in guiding us through the performance of this next song." Praise God. He then rejoices at the completion of the song, exclaiming, yeah, we didn't fuck it up. We kicked ass. We redeemed ourselves. We displayed our superiority to the multitudes. <laughs> and, and not that I care about uh, it, but, but, he, but he, in the third verse, he blasphemes. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Of course. Yep. Holy sweet goddamn. You left your cello in the basement. That's, that's the real crime here. But, um, anything else? Um, I think I think, I think musically the strongest thing in this song is the the, the little transitions from the verses to the chorus, where like 
he's like, I'm ready, let's do it, baby. And then the, the guitars are kind of like straining and kind of going on these long riffs and then they pull it back together for the chorus. And those are kind of mm-hmm. fun moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like those little those little bits in between each one. And especially when he says, I'm ready, let's do it, baby. I love that part. Um, so, Eric, do we have any covers of this song? We have no covers. Really? At least none really? through the, the site I've been using. I mean, I'm, you know, gosh, I'm, you know, even despite its uh, trickiness, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you can find a couple brave souls on YouTube. Right. <laughs> but I didn't search that out. Yeah. Amateur, am, somewhat amateurish uh, people trying to do something, or, or maybe even professionals. You never know. Uh, Seems like there would be a Vitamin String Quartet cover of all of Pinkerton or something. They, but who knows? Uh, yeah, they, they only did a few songs this album, mm-hmm. if I remember right. Um, I know that El Scorcho was one of them, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And they, did a, defi- they didn't do I've a baby. I've definitely listened to that. They didn't do the Baby Weezer one uh, for that. But yeah, there's only I love like two or three with like the lullaby covers. Yeah. Those are good. I the 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 lullaby cover album. I don't know. I don't know what the group that does it, but they there's a there's an Offspring lullaby cover album, and that one's really good. It's actually played by Real Babies. So, um, yeah, Across the <laughs> Sea and El Scorcho were the only two Vitamin Strings. Mm-hmm. Damn, those are not played by babies. Yeah. <laughs> well, the babies need vitamins. Right. Gotta get them Flintstone chewables. You know? Yeah. They, there's a reason they don't have iron in those. It's because, like, kids like to, like, gorge themselves on them. And they can get, like, iron poisoning if... Or, or, if, or if Magneto shows up, then you never... <laughs> Too much iron in your blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing. I just... Like, I don't think... I don't think even a person who eats like red steak every day red steak you know what i mean uh or like just directly injects iron in their blood has enough to where if magneto were to pull it out it would kill them they just get like really anemic for a second and be like oh god i need to take a pill you know there's a scene in the movie where mystique like like seduces a, a security guard and pumps him with iron in his into his body oh I guess I missed that part because I was just flabbergasted at the fact that Magneto pulled iron from someone's blood enough to kill them. Like they just pass out. Is this honestly? Is this X three? Who who cares? Was it X three or was it X two? Oh, I don't know. It might be X two. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's the worst part of the movie. Uh, if it's <laughs> this X2. is the good one we're talking right. about. It's like the good X Men. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Eric. What's your rating for this song? <laughs> um. Despite it sounding so much more like Blue Album, which I think you know, I love that album to death. Uh, I'm gonna have to give this song, "Falling for You," a six. I'm right there with you. On the lower end for me. For this album. Wait. So, what is this scoring out of ten? <laughs> So I was like a six out of five. That seems excessive. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like really good, but we don't like it that much. 
yeah, it's out of ten. Uh, remember, you did two pi last time. Really screwed up our rating system. Oh, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> we we keep track of in, in the spreadsheet um, for our bank, you know, in, in the back office kind of stuff. And um, you know, I'm looking down and I'm like, oh, let's look at the ratings. And there's you know, normally like a like a point five would be, and then it's like six point. And then a bunch of numbers after that. Yeah, crazy random numbers. <laughs> and it's an irrational number, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what that does is it, it's always going to set that song either just above or just below something in an interesting way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What's your rating, yeah. Tyler? Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give it like a, like a, like a 6.5. Okay. Solid solid like a mediocre song you know on a not so great album um so you want to tell us where you can find us Ty? where you yeah can you tell us where we can find us i'm lost well, i don't know where i am <laughs> help me are you falling you can't get up <laughs> it's, i'm falling for you eric is really what it is so zach the only thing i know is that you're in a different time zone than i am so yeah the better time zone central baby um <laughs> where can we find you on the internet tyler well if you want to check me out on the twitter my twitter handle is at tyler booty t-y-l-e-r-b-o-u-d-y like my last name nice. but with a y uh it's very clever in that way uh m- most mostly tweets about um my own my own self-loathing and bare naked ladies mm-hmm. but you know there's there's a gem in there every once in a while I I recently followed you on Twitter and I do have to say I it was it was a good choice to follow you. It made me, you, oh. you tweet funny things. Oh, thank you. Occasionally I, I just tweet things that are now. only right. <laughs> Yeah. I'll Venmo you. Thank you. <laughs> Occasionally I only I tweet things that are only relevant to my college and then I feel bad for all the randos right. in the world that are like <laughs> uh, and you have a the Dr. Horrible minute yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not a minute by minute analysis per se. It's in it's in segments. But yeah, we're doing the evil podcast of evil, uh, which I believe Zach, you have expressed interest in being a guest. I don't remember yes. Eric if I have yeah, you on I've spreadsheet never or not. Seen that? So only if you want okay. the the opinion, I'd be glad to come on. If you want an oh, opinion, um, someone who hasn't seen it, but I'll, I'll watch. I'll certainly <laughs> watch whatever you give me. Um, yeah. Um, it's really worth I'm, a watch. Yeah. It's yeah, a lot I'm not sure. But, I'm not sure just because the way we've segmented it out right now, we're pretty we're pretty booked. But mm-hmm. we might have a spot. I'll I'll check it out. And uh, yeah, so the evil podcast of evil, it's not officially out yet, but uh, keep will keep, be, keep an eye out for it. Will that be on your fantastic Mr. Fox feed? I think it's going to be on a different feed. So, God, you people spending all your money on hosting—it's <laughs> ridiculous. You should at least consider putting the first episode. You know, oh yeah, we're, we'll definitely on, do it. We'll definitely do a link, yeah, link we'll, yeah. a preview or a link into the Fantastic Mr. Fox feed so people know where to go. All right, yeah. uh, and I'm Zach Franking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log. And since we're on a Twitter fest here, I'll give my uh, handle there. It's at Lucky Mustard. You can follow me. I don't have anything else. See, see all my political retweets there. Oh my god, <laughs> it's getting crazy right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's exciting and terrifying all at the same wait. time. Wait, what are you talking about? Y- you know, uh, politics, things happening, you know. 
No, I don't. I don't know what the, you mean. The, yeah, there's the, nothing exciting on. happening right now at all. Right? You're being sarcastic. The, the, the and I don't appreciate it. Salty snack going into a fruit, a fuzzy fruit. <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> See, oh. Eric's using this thing called poetry. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the reason why I didn't want to actually get my English degree. Um, you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter uh, at Feels Like Weezer. Um, you can check out our Facebook. You just look up Feels Like Weezer on the Facebook. Um, and you can send us an email. Hey, lose the the. What? Lose the the. Just Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> what? That was, a, that was a reference to the classic film, The Social Network. Oh, uh, solid. The, yeah, drop the the. Drop the the. You can find us on the Facebooks. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Hot or Not. Um, you can send us an email at feelslikeweezer at gmail.com. The inbox is still empty, and I'm a little, I'm getting a little sad about that. And we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can check us out at pantheonpodcasts.com, where you can get all of your favorite or new favorite rock and roll podcasts. Uh, so that's it for the show. We'll see you later this week for the final episode. Butterfly. I lost my train of thought. Hold on. I had a long weekend. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So every... (laughs)